COVID-19 is an ongoing pandemic characterized by high morbidity and mortality. Clinical factors that can identify patients at risk for worse outcomes can help in developing risk stratification models for judicious use of healthcare resources. A team of researchers from Italy and the USA performed a pooled analysis of published studies for assessing the impact of CVD in patients with COVID-19. They found CVD was associated with 2.5-fold enhanced risk of severe disease. I'm Carmen Lev Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke, and I spoke to Dr. Guav Agaral from the Department of Medicine, Jersey City Medical Center, Jersey City in the US. Dr. Agarwal is the submitting author for Cerebrovascular Disease is Associated with an Increased Disease Severity in Patients with Coronavirus Disease, which is a pooled analysis of published literature. You've been listening to a podcast interview with Dr. Gaurav Agarwal from the Department of Medicine, Jersey City Medical Center, Jersey City in the USA. Dr. Agarwal is the submitting author for Cerebrovascular Diseases is associated with an increased disease severity in patients with coronavirus. My name is Gaurav Agarwal and I am a second year resident in internal medicine at the Jersey City Medical Center in New Jersey. Um, I have been involved in research with COVID patients recently and we are going to talk about one of our papers which is going to come out in the very esteemed International Journal of Stroke. Um, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Carmen. No worries. So what were your methods for extracting this research? Can you explain how you ran your pooled analysis and what it included? Yeah, absolutely. So um, most of the studies, as you know, like have been coming out from China um, because that's where it all started. Um, So what we did, since the data is kind of lacking as to the predictors of of worse disease or worse outcomes. Um, So what we did was we looked at uh, all the studies published um, until March 31st, 2020, Um, uh, be it in PubMed, Embase, Cochrane, uh, we looked up everywhere. And what we did is we pulled the data from all the studies whichever reported a history of stroke as a baseline in the patients. So what we did was we segregated these patients into two groups. The patients who ended up having a severe illness, which was uh, defined as either ICU admission or requirement for intubation or pressors, or people who did not require it. And same thing we did also with patients who died. We we looked at patients who died versus who lived. Um, And we looked at, and we looked at um, um, the the risk, the baseline history of stroke in both um, all these groups. And then we decided as to, uh, and then we ran an analysis, uh, a meta-analysis uh, using um, software to look at overall outcomes with or without history of stroke. And how many patients were you looking at? So once we once we decided on the number of studies, depending upon what, what we could include and not include, 
um, what we did was we ended up having um, a total of uh, um, six studies, and uh, when we um, uh, when we grouped them, so we included four studies to compare severe illness versus non-severe illness, which had a total of uh, more than 1,800 patients, 1,829 to be exact. And we had two studies with 202 patients, uh, which compared uh, mortality. So total of more than 2,000 patients in the meta-analysis. And were you looking at, obviously, previous coronavirus, like MERS and SARS, um, to see what their impact had been on CVD risk? Absolutely. That's where we got the idea. So uh, most of the research, you know, for COVID, since COVID is all new, most of the research is kind of based on prior experience with MERS or SARS, um, which were the previous um, pandemics, um, and Ebola. So what we did was we, we were going through papers of SARS and MERS and Ebola, and we saw that there was um, one or two publications which kind of... Um, suggested that if somebody has a history of stroke, they are at more risk for having a severe illness or they were at higher risk of having of, of dying from the illness. Um, we don't have any prospective studies to suggest that yet. So one thing I would like to caution you is that all our results are pooled analysis and it's a retrospective, like all the studies are retrospective. So um, full conclusions cannot be made, but anyhow, the pandemic is just starting. So we any data is data right now. So we think that our data will really help clinicians and policymakers. Um, but yes, to answer your question, there um, there were reports where both in both SARS and MERS, patients who had um, uh, um, um, history of stroke, they they were having worse outcomes, and that's where we got the idea. So what were the identified trends in association to CVD and coronavirus? What did you see? Um, so when we pulled the four studies for the severity outcome, again, to define severity was to either those who needed admission to ICU, those who got intubated, or those who required pressors. Um, uh, the, there was, uh, the odds ratio was 2.55. Patients who had, what it means is patients who had baseline history of stroke, they were, their odds of them having severe illness was more than two and a half times compared to patients who did not have a stroke. Um, same way with mortality, we had two studies. When we pooled them, we got, we got an odds ratio of 2.3. Basically, the interpretation is that Somebody who has a risk, who has a baseline history of stroke, has 2.3 times the odds of having uh, death, of dying from the illness, compared to patients who did not have um, a history of stroke. So, as, you, as you've said, this is a pooled analysis. Um, it is retrospective. How do you feel it adds to the literature that we have now? What kind of relevance do you think it has going forward? As I said, you know, the data are still emerging on COVID. So hopefully we will very soon have prospective studies, randomized control studies, and, and 
Of course, we have to wait for them to make final conclusions for anything. But at this time, since we don't have any data and and the and there is exponential increase in the number of cases, um, we need we need something to devise some risk scores or to triage patients so that we the healthcare resources, as you already know, especially in the United States, they are already um, strained. They are heavily burdened right now. So we need some kind of baseline variable or variables which can tell us which patient would probably do better or which patient would probably not do good so that we can we can use our health healthcare resources judiciously. We can closely monitor the patients who are at risk of not doing well. And that's where our paper comes, where if, if somebody has had a risk of stroke, has had a stroke before, they are at a risk of having, they are at higher odds of having um, severe illness or dying from the illness. So patient, so clinicians in the ER or, or clinicians in the ICU, when they admit patients like that, if they have a risk of stroke, they, they already would know that, yes, there is a chance that this patient may not do well. So they would keep a closer eye on them. Um, again, but to caution, we have to wait for prospective studies to um, to finally make some conclusions. But at this time, this is all we have, and we should we should look aggressively um, into this. And can I ask you, Gaurav, do you are you working directly with patients at the moment? Oh, absolutely. I am a resident. I I am actually working in the intensive care unit every day right now. I'm actually on the night shifts, and and it's. It's a, it's an, it's not a good situation, um, and especially where I am in New Jersey, um, it's a, it's, it's actually border to New York City, yeah, sure. and um, and it's a very, very tough situation, very challenging situation for clinicians, but a very, very bad situation for the patients, and we just really hope that some treatments can come out soon, um, and we can tackle this illness. And being out there on the front lines, are you seeing many stroke patients come through that also have the COVID-19 infection? Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, we have a very diverse uh, population here in New Jersey. Uh, we are seeing patients who are 20-year-old and we are seeing patients who are 90-year-old. And um, definitely the older patients, a lot of them have had history of cardiovascular disease or even history of stroke. If you look at our analysis carefully, we also did a, a meta-regression on using age as a confounding variable. Um, because, yeah, I mean, of course, the patients who have had stroke, they're likely to be older and they could just be, and the age could be the factor that could have driven our, our analysis. So we adjusted for the age. So our results are actually um, uh, independent of age, if you will. Um, so even if um, even if they are young and they have a stroke, our our uh, results hold. So being on the front line, a lot of hospitals and a lot of practitioners are talking about you know the rumors are coming out that people are concerned that people with stroke are no longer attending hospitals or avoiding. Um, attending hospitals unless their stroke is severe and family members call an ambulance or whatever. Have you seen any evidence of that? You know, that's a great question. And I was just reading um, a study from New York. Um, I think it was two days ago. And um, it was it said that there was an 800% or some 700% increase in the, in, the, in the cardiac arrests at home. 
so so yes i mean absolutely it seems like that patients are staying home they are trying to tide the tide their symptoms out and uh, and lot of these you know whether they are having a heart attack or a stroke to be honest i don't know you know with all yes we all think that that's what is happening but we have to wait for some conclusive studies to to be able to say that but it all seems like that that yes they are staying home because um, because whether covid or not patients still do have stroke and heart attack so um, it seems like that and we are pretty concerned as to uh, even with the outcomes of such patients so we we'll, we just have to wait and see and this is not really for the recording this is just for me to you as a human being to another I hope that you are well supported and that you're feeling um, supported by the staff that you work with in the hospital system. I can only imagine the horrific things that you're seeing and going through. I'm so terribly sorry. Thank you for your concern. You know, one thing I would like to say: our hospital has done an absolutely fabulous job um, in patient care. Patient care comes number one, and they have, and we have had good outcomes. but even for the care of our doctors our residents our nurses our staff we have you know we have adequate uh, personal equipment um you know um they are, we are they are all very supportive of us they are very encouraging of us um yeah i mean it's a very tough situation for everyone um we as doctors understand that this is our duty and um we have full support of the um, the hospital the government um, i think we are lucky that way The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication of the World Stroke Organization. The World Stroke Organization has been playing an instrumental part in the global fight against stroke and supporting stroke practitioners through the COVID-19 pandemic. Please do consider becoming a member.